Good morning and welcome to Emily in the Morning. This is the podcast in which I share my morning cup of coffee with a poem by Emily Dickinson. And I share that poem with you. Today we have the one that begins, Some Things That Fly There Be. Some things that fly there be, birds, ours, the bumblebee, of these no elegy. Some things that stay there be, grief, hills, eternity, nor this behooveth me. There are that resting rise, can I expound the skies, how still the riddle lies. So there's three stanzas, um, right with three lines each, and then all of those lines are rhyming. We've got lovely little, little tercets here. But the interesting thing about this is it's set up as though it were a riddle poem, but Dickinson is actually not fulfilling the riddle. She's rejecting it. She says, I can't understand these things. I can't talk about them. They're either moving or still or long or short, but I cannot see. I cannot really understand. And she just leaves the riddle, presents it to you and leaves it. Right? It's not as though we're really meant to come to that answer as we are in most riddles where there's a single word or object which satisfies the riddle. So let's start with the first stanza. Some things that fly there be, right? Again, this is very normal beginnings of a riddle. Like there are some things that fly. And then she lists the things, birds, ours, the bumblebee, right? So birds and the bumblebee quite literally fly, but then ours, of course, it's time flying, that common saying. And then she dismisses all of those, of these no elegy. So they fly and they are gone. There's no funeral, there's no remembrance, they just leave. And then she moves on, some things that stay there be, grief, hills, eternity. Now, in this case, the three objects, three things, I suppose you could say, listed in the second line are reversed. So grief and eternity, the first and third, those are the things that quite literally stay or are the more, um, well, they're not little ones, they're the th theoretical ones. Then the hills, the concrete noun, is now in the middle, right? Whereas before we had the concrete bird and bumblebee on the edges and ours, the abstract, if you will, in the middle. Now we have grief and eternity, the abstract on the edges and the hills in the middle. And she rejects these as well, the things that stay as well as the things that fly. She says, nor this behooveth me. Then the final stanza, we would kind of expect at this point for her to say, but this other thing I can talk about and then talk about it, but she doesn't do that. She says, there are that resting rise. So she's saying some things are both, right? In their rest, there's motion and movement and this upward motion at that rising. And then she asks, can I expound the skies, right? And this, she's only given us one example of the type of thing she means, but we understand the sky is constant, always there, but upward and moving and filled with change. And then she just says, how still the riddle lies, right? So the riddle is ultimately the thing that we're left with, the thing that's remained and the thing that we don't seem to be able to understand because it seems as though when she says, can I expand the skies? Our answer is meant to be no, it's, she can't, right? She cannot explain this to us. So I think that is where we will leave things for this morning, but I hope that was a little 
good way to start your day. And I now need to go make another cup of coffee because it has not kicked in yet. So talk to you later. <laughs>